Welcome, welcome, welcome! Hey there, fellow movie buffs and story lovers. You've just stumbled upon the Plot Pals Podcast, where two pals dive headfirst into the captivating world of movies and books. That's right, folks. I'm your host, Morel, and sitting right next to me is my partner in crime, Anna. Whether you're a fellow writer, filmmaker, or an avid fan, we've got something special for everyone. So grab your popcorn, find a cozy spot, and tune into our podcast filled with insightful stories and occasional wild tangents. Welcome to the adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to The, the Plot Pals! Welcome! Episode 4! Wow, it's been a month. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Time How fast it goes. Fast. I yeah. know, right? Wow. Pals, welcome to our podcast again. Thank you so much for listening. So Social. what's up this week? How's it been going? It's been going well. I'm working on this movie as an assistant director. That's so true. It's been a lot of meetings. Yeah. And so this will be a five-day shoot. We've been preparing it for months. Wow. And uh, I mean, I'm just the assistant director. Each person is working so hard, like meeting with each other, talking about we need this and that. Yeah. And and they need a big budget for it. So we're really? trying to get money. Yeah. Um, they Could got, they like, get investors? Grant. They could. I uh-huh. mean, you could always, but it's yeah. hard to convince people. Right. <laughs> right. Is the idea premise of the movie good? Or I think do you know so. It? It's like a, it's mm. a young woman who is like coming to terms with her mo- relationship with her mom and with oh. her like kind of misfortunes a little bit. Right. And like also becoming a woman, like she just turns 18 in the movie. She mm-hmm. has to like realize what her priorities are and how to like be grateful for everything. Yeah. So it's very sweet and relatable. Oh, okay. But that's good. It's hard. That's to make such money. a good experience, though. You can share it with us, like, yeah, for sure. After the week, yeah. Yeah, as an assistant director, like, what you do is basically um, organize um, how how things will run on set. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, so 40 minutes to do the one actor's makeup, and then 15 minutes for the oh. other. Then we need a car to drive them here. Now we need uh, the lighting team to do their thing mm-hmm. and the camera team to do that. And then we have five minutes for rehearsals and then we ha- can do three takes. So you wow. you just like schedule all this, keep meeting with different people, go through it, that sort of thing. I think it's going to be really fun. And how long did it take for them and you also like to get to this point of shooting oh my right God. now? So this is a, like a 15 minute short film, right? Very small. Okay. Very small. Yeah. At least like two and a half months we've been working on You're it. You're kidding. It takes so long. Wow. I know. Or that's just <laughs> 15 minutes. Exactly. You see how much work goes into that? Mm-hmm. And you're going to have everything, like a lot of actors? How many yeah, actors? Yeah, seven actors. Seven actors. Mm. And 20 uh, people working on the crew. Oh. Wow. So <laughs> it's pretty crazy. And like, think about. That I remember last week I talked about this guy from Nigeria, this guy who was like saying you should go make movies in Nigeria. Right. Apparently they make their movies in seven days. So I don't know how. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like their features. So the schedule has to be really like yeah. tight. And so what time do you start and what time? Like- so you, for most days we're doing like nine to 12 hours every mm. day. And it's like kind of different based on like some of the stuff we're outside. So you need the sunlight. Uh-huh. Some stuff we need like nighttime light. So it starts mm-hmm. at 9 p.m. goes to 6 but it's crazy like like yesterday all day we were just driving around the city finding places to film really oh my god this last minute yeah i know you're gonna shoot next week four days yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. four days oh my goodness well now it's all locked it's done yeah so where is it like in location so we can go there there. (laughs) show up so i won't say what days we're there but Mm. we're at a cemetery in etobicoke 
So um, I won't say which cemetery, but it's a beautiful. Actually, we were there yesterday. It's huge, just like yeah. the cemetery near here. Yeah. Oh, my God. So many kids passed away. Death is looming around the corner, I feel like. It's very scary. That's true, yeah. But it's always peaceful life to be is at a short. cemetery. Yeah, life is so yeah. short. And so you know what I, like, how I know life is short? Mm. So this morning I woke up, and I always put my hair in a bun at night. Right. And I woke up, took my bun out, it ripped. The bun broke, and it was oh. like, oh, oh, I love this bun. I always use it. That's how you realize <laughs> life is short? Life is as short as a bun. <laughs> Yeah, because it was totally fine yesterday and suddenly it's just broken. And that happened like the other You're day You're serious? Too. That's how you got your big like big idea moment. of death. And <laughs> right? Because it was fine. It was go doing great. I love this bun. I think about it. Aww. And then suddenly, whoop, now you can never use it again. That's right. Yeah, that is emotional. And also when we were driving here, we almost crashed and like the tire popped. That's almost. True, yeah almost yeah oh my god she's I, a good driver though i am oh. a good driver i don't know how <laughs> what happened we were just u-turning and yeah. I, I i instead of like doing a three point i was just like yeah i can do a u-turn and i hit mm -hmm. the curb and i was about to drive away mm -hmm. just out of embarrassment like it made a big sound and i was like okay and then paris was like and i was like stop stop something yeah. fell and then we got out of the car the whole thing in front Play of the tire the car, yeah. yeah it had fallen that's true That's yeah awful. and i was like well, how could you do that you said you're a good driver <laughs> and here i am without a license just <laughs> oh do you have g1 i do okay okay <laughs> easy i'm scared of driving i'm not yeah you told me a kind of crazy story yeah that's true the person to know yeah oh that's true <laughs> i did something really bad some bad accidents i had mm. with somebody else's car so kind of traumatized from that <laughs> but i'm kidding i'm all right i'm all right mm. i can always have bikes so <laughs> it's oh okay. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. that's true scooter skateboard that's right yeah actually the other day this mm. um there's a woman that is our neighbor so she was um I was in this house for like two years yeah. that I'm living right now. And I would always wave at this woman. She would sit in front of her house and has like a chair mm. that she sits on every morning till evening when the weather is What? good. Every morning till evening? Yeah, she just sits there. Like she's usually there when I come, go out of house. Is she old? Yeah, she's oh, okay, an old okay. woman that is oh, a, wow. in our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. she's, she, so she always sits there. And always watches over the neighborhood. She's like this, yeah, surveillance <laughs> camera <laughs> there. <laughs> she has all, the whole, she knows everything about every neighbor and mm. what's going on there. And she just reports to everybody. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, every every neighborhood, every street needs someone like that. Right. And uh, she was sitting there. And for two years, I would wave at her, but I never even talked to her. Okay. Like, I never, ever, ever in these two years, talk to her, but I would always wave at her and she would wave at me. Okay. We always had this interaction, just a wave. I would wave at her, she would wave at me. That's it. And for the first time yesterday, I talked to her. She was just in our neighbor's house. Yeah. And so I was going outside. I was actually just putting the trash out and she was there and she talked to me. She was so funny. She was oh an Italian lady. Wow. So, 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 so funny. Mm. Oh my gosh. She was making fun of everybody there. Uh, and she was so brutal, so sarcastic. Oh, amazing woman. Wow. I can't believe it. But two years I was there just waving at her. But she was, she would straight up ask me like, oh, 
do you have a boyfriend? Like the first Aww. thing, that's so cute. <laughs> and then uh, it was like I would, she would always see me like ride with my bike outside of house. Yeah, like, just take my bike and go out. So yeah, she always knows. Like where did you go? Or people would pass when we were sitting in front of the mm-hmm. our neighbor's house, and people would pass in the sidewalk, and she would say, "Oh, this person is like that. This person is <laughs> like this." Oh, what happened That's to so this cool. one? Yeah, she knows everybody's business. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but she was like really brutal to the other neighbor that invited her, actually. <laughs> the woman actually went to, you know, the dental cost is so expensive here. Mm. So it's so expensive that most people just decide to go to another country to do their yeah. dental services and all that. So this neighbor of ours went to Iran for the whole winter. Just to do her, uh, you know, her uh, teeth and all that. Mm. So just to get it done. I don't know what the problem was, but it was, it would have been so expensive here. That's what even eye surgery is like that, where it's like, it would cost less for you to get a plane ticket to Iran, plane ticket back and get eye surgery there than to get it here. But now everybody's going to go there. So it's (laughs) going to get expensive there. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Yeah, but that's true. Yeah. Yeah. she was there the whole winter mm. and now she just came back and she has decided to throw a teeth party. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> teeth party. <laughs> a teeth party. That's amazing. Yeah, she just wanted to do that next week, I think. Like oh. really seriously though. <laughs> this was not the teeth party? No, this was not. It was just the front door. Yeah, they always do that apparently. Yeah. They were just talking about like bringing some tequila and the that's so that. fun this I is all know. like women like 30s yeah the women in like 30s 40s you know i was always a kid and never like was part of these kind of um you know gatherings of yeah. women and now that i'm like finally accepted in these parties like it's so it's good. refreshing too mm-hmm. because usually i'm with people my age or a little yeah. bit old, older but when you're a kid you know your mother is always like in these gatherings and it's yeah. talking and gossiping and all that and you're not into that but when you get older it's just kind of so enticing and kind of interesting you know it's new mm-hmm. for you especially with people who you kind of like like in a way yeah. and like kind of see the same way as because right. with some women like it could be the most fun ever just like literally making fun of somebody else yeah but also like with some women it's just That's the same true. conversation all the, the time the vibe is important yeah like, but But these people sound super lovely. I see it actually as a win-win situation when Mm. I go here because they get to gossip, right? They like people to be around. Yeah. The more, the better. And I get to see these people and get like character ideas and story ideas. And uh, it's lovely to see different kind of people and characters Mm -hmm. and traits. So, you know what? I just also like thought about this yesterday. I was sitting with my dad at a dinner table Mm -hmm. and... So I think my dad and I are really alike. Like, I think you agree. Yes, yes, for we, sure. We, like, we think very similarly, like, compared mm-hmm. to my mom and brother. And we, 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 like, walk the same. Like, if you see us from behind, we walk oh. the same. And we look the same. Yeah. So it's, like, all these similarities. But there's, like, some big differences between us. And so I was just watching him, like, this is a character right here. So <laughs> he grabs a paper towel wipes the table with it like there's crumbs on the table dirty oil whatever he wipes the table and then as he's talking like doesn't even think about it he grabs it wipes his nose with it and i'm just sitting there like why did you (laughs) just grab another one and then he's still talking he looks at me and he starts wiping his mouth 
And I was like, that's the opposite order of what you should do. Your mouth is the most important. <laughs> what the f- First wipe your mouth. Then if you want, like wipe your nose. <laughs> then wipe the table at the end. I don't know. So I was just like, this is a character right here. Like what's going through his head that he's like. And if you know what his father is like, you would be even more like he's this successful <laughs> yeah. real estate guy, you know. Right. And that's even more funny. It's so goofy. What the heck? It's already dirty. And then he put his nose on it. I don't know. He's he's a character. He's very That's cool. so true. Oh I mean, uh, comedy always comes from the contrast between right. some action yeah. that a kind of particular person does. Mm-hmm. I think that's a kind of comedy. Yeah, so. for sure. Like I think he was talking about something really serious. Like he's like, right. yeah, we should do this with the house <laughs> and, and all of that <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. That's so, so good. Cool. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. in everyday characters, I I also try to see that a mm. lot. But you have to kind of uh, train your eye and ears for that. I Yeah, like, I right? know. You know what? I think since us talking about it is like maybe I would have never noticed this. Uh-huh. Maybe I wouldn't have even sat at the table with my dad. But like right. w- since we talked about look at people and like see what characters they are, this yeah. moment just happened. And I was watching like I was like kind of laughing. and I was like, did nobody else <laughs> see this? This is gold. Yeah, I know. <laughs> people around us like are not perfect. Nobody is perfect. Yeah. So before that, I used to like think that everybody's really perfect and good and everybody's doing perfect. Just I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least there's some people who are perfect, but yes. it's just like people around me who haven't gotten it yet. That's But so no true. one is. That's what's really good. Like life mm. is a stage as like Shakespeare's that I've seen. Oh, right? Really? That's cool. Yeah. I mean, everybody is just they're not perfect they have their failure moments and yeah you have it so you can like write about that damn it's always like yeah a couple steps forward a couple steps back that's true forward back all all we can do is just try right that's true yeah that's why today we're going to talk about little women oh yes yes that's a great segue actually yeah, because this is a story that was written, if I'm not wrong, like 19, 1868. 1868. How many years is that? At mm. least two hundred. I don't know. A very long time. Yeah, I think so. A hundred and six something, something like that. Yeah. So you would think, and it's it's about this topic that you would think is changing a lot because it's about yeah. not even just women's rights, but like how women think and how they should act. You know, mm-hmm. so you would be like, yeah, from 200 years ago, it's totally different. Yeah, women have changed. Society yeah. has changed. But no, you realize like women have been the same. Yeah. Like the struggles. The struggles has been the same. Yeah. The way of thinking has been the same. Like mm-hmm. line by line is still how exactly how I'm thinking. And we oh. talked about it the other like two weeks ago or something. Right. Where it was like, oh, man, I really like sometimes wish I was a guy. And like, mm-hmm. that's the life. That's the good life. I don't know if I told you, but that's yeah. what I was thinking. And then this is the artist's life is ideal. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe it'll take like a couple thousand years for it to go away. But it's Mm. definitely this like ingrained way of thinking of uh, it's with choosing between do I embrace my beauty and like the attention? Yeah. Or do I like just throw it all out and try and work hard and get somewhere like a guy? That's (laughs) true. It's this big struggle. Yeah. I mean, especially like when you come from a kind of society that is totally like against women yeah not here but like a traditional con- country conservative country like iran mm. for example or middle east mostly mm-hmm. uh, it's 
just gets unconsciously like you get all these things recorded that men are like Mm -hmm. gonna get their way all the time yeah you are just submissive and you're not gonna you just have to do what they tell you (laughs) and even when you don't agree at the time even it's kind of like i don't know i can't explain it it's just so ingrained in you that it is according to that law unwritten law and you would think like you would think if you realize that this is happening you would stop it that Uh you'd be like okay i realize that men and women are the same and that's that and it's in my head now but no i remember even since i was like five yeah all i've been doing is like if you remember like these songs that girls and guys used to sing where it'd be like girls are better because of this oh yeah guys are this and strong whatever i know this always has been this division between men and women in like iranian society in this Mm -hmm. kind of traditional societies and i feel like you were the exact same way as me where i was just like I'm going to be different. I'm going to be the woman who never yes. gets married, never has kids, mm. g- works so hard, becomes the top of her field, whatever. Why? But even to like every day, it's a struggle between. It's so easy to just be cute and find a guy. Right, a rich guy that kind of like <laughs> yeah, and provides what, for you. That's what little women is all about. It's like four sisters. Each of them tr- de- deals with this a different way. That's true, yes exactly like to this day we have this kind of debate or struggle or dilemma each one of us has even if we don't admit it yeah am i gonna just find somebody that is going to take care of me someone really like rich or even if not rich a supportive man yeah successful guy successful guy that has these standards am i gonna go for that like put my energy in finding that or Mm -hmm. Am I going to, like, uh, go for my career? And then there are these people that tell you, okay, women will not be satisfied if they go, uh, if they don't get married by the time, like, they're 30 and they don't have children and they're not going to be satisfied with that. Mm -hmm. It's an everyday battle. Like, one day you want that love and family life. The next day, all you want to do is work. Mm -hmm. And there's no way to, like, know what's right. It's really... (laughs) about each person and you define your own success right right or satisfaction in life um i feel like as long as it's a choice you consciously made and you want to do it Mm -hmm. and be honest with yourself right be honest with yourself question yourself is am i choosing this career life or this kind of life because of what i've been taught Mm. really Am I getting influenced by something or is it something that I really, truly, truly want? And I've thought about this a lot myself and I feel like I want to dedicate my life to creating. Amazing. Yeah. That's Me too. Yeah. And there is like this thing that you are successful if you have decided consciously to do something mm-hmm. and you go for it and do it. For example... A mother is successful if she actually has always wanted to be a mother yeah. and becomes a mother. A I housewife know. is a successful person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody is as long as they are they have consciously like chosen the path. And that makes it easier because na- I know what I want and you know what you right. want. But then you think like, okay, what if I'm 40? And now uh, it's too late for me to have kids. Mm. I can no longer physically have kids. Right. And then I wonder, 
no maybe i should have found the balance between both lives even though i've never wanted to have kids but like as you get older you kind of start thinking about probably yeah but for me at least i never wanted to have my own kids i always thought that if ever i wanted to have kids it would be like i would adopt okay that's great yeah (laughs) because i feel like i don't know having your own kids when there are so many people in the world without family that's true like why would you you're so right selfish it's super selfish because it's just i want to create i want to continue my legacy and i want to like put all of these things insecurities and all these things that i have and i couldn't have on this person and i want to have a mini me you know like a sculpture of me yeah and people say no you're selfish if you don't want to have kids if you don't want to like even adopt i think you're a little selfish because then you're just like me i'll I'll live my life i don't care to help anyone else Mm -hmm. but also there's some people who don't have kids but like donate to charities a lot and like take care of their relatives like that's my uncle so that's another way of yeah i don't know it's hard to say there is more ways that you can create in life than procreate you know exactly Mm -hmm. you gotta yeah there's so many ways that you can contribute to this world you came to this world Mm -hmm. as a like human that you came here uh there are so many ways that you can create yeah reproduction is not the only way i Mm. You can do many things. And creation is the goal of life. So you yeah. could just go th- through this Create path. art. Create something. You create know. a book. Yeah. Create a business. <laughs> New business. Whatever. Like and an it's idea. All fulfilling. Yeah. It's it not is. just a kid that's fulfilling. That's true. Yes. And yeah, this is kind of like I... The character of Joe is really relatable for women right now, mm-hmm. I think. And the other ones like... Amy was always on my nerves, though. Oh, yeah. So Amy is the one who from childhood is like, I, I'm pretty. I want to marry rich. Yes. I, I know what I am as a woman. Mm-hmm. I know I have these limitations, but I can complement them with a guy, right. which is one way of thinking. I mean, yes, for sure. no, ju- and d- definitely Amy, like she since she was a kid, like kids are always annoying. Yeah. Once she got older and like got into her art mm-hmm. and like started studying, she got a little better that's true yeah. but it's so interesting like for example meg the oldest she loves the idea of like living in high society and going to parties and dressing up but she was never rich and then her husband is also not rich later like she didn't get married well and she's just constantly like in pain always struggling her biggest struggle is like i need money to buy some kind of outfit yeah yeah, right isn't that so sad it is i relate to it though for sure (laughs) yeah i mean i love these four characters they're so opposite of each other Mm. but still so connected and like so human the character i know like the writer louisa may alcott is a genius because imagine in 1868 Mm. she sold this book as a woman she sold the rights and she also like held the copyright for herself and look like wow. for years for decades she was making money off of this one book you know which which wow. is a perfect book like obviously yeah. you should make yeah, money so from it just like classic yeah just like the four hundred thousand dollars that guy made like you make a good art you get investment but the fact that she was a woman that's true at that time i mean a few decades ago or i think a few years ago before that women couldn't really put their own name like jane austen couldn't exactly. do that exactly she would just buy a lady this story like mm. pride and prejudice i think she said like buy a lady wow and then when she had sense and sensibility she wrote by the author of pride and prejudice 
Wow. Like what she the wouldn't fuck? until she died. And after that, his brother was mm. the one that wrote that oh this was God. Jane Austen. And like, this is one of the greatest writers of all time. That's true, yes. For sure. That's crazy. Yeah, and <laughs> good story. So the fact that she actually published it in her own name and you mm -hmm. say she got the copyright too? She did. Like she she, she dealt with it. so you know the twenty nineteen version that oh, has yes. the ending with like her selling the book. Right. So right. apparently Greta Gerwig wrote that like exactly based on Louisa May Alcott's life. That's true. And like, kind of added it to the end of the movie. Yeah. So that was a kind of twist. Great. That was not in the book. So that's it kind wasn't. of the difference between mm -hmm. the uh, adaptations of the book and then 2019 mm -hmm. and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing like if you're mm -hmm. adapting a book you don't have to stay 100 percent faithful i feel like no. because like that last scene added a lot in my mind it gave it this because louisa may alcott wrote this uh, still about her own family and her yes. own growing up as a writer mm -hmm. so why not add this one last element of her mm -hmm. selling the story of her writing the book about these four that's you know? true that's yeah. cool as hell yeah, and yeah. you get to see, like, the struggle, actually. Yes. How she negotiates with the guy at the mm -hmm. end of the movie. Yeah. And it's so cool. Like, even when she was writing it, she didn't want Joe to get married at all. But That's she right. was forced to because the, the publishers were like, Joe has to get married. So she just wrote another character, a random professor guy who, came, who comes in oh. and they get married by the end, even though she didn't want him to get married. Like, wow. want her. I didn't know that. That's actually what happens in the movie too. So yeah, she exactly. gets forced to have a love interest for one of the characters. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so cool. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I think I actually um, realized that the relationship of the of Joe and the professor was so different from the book to the movie. Mm -hmm. How was it in the book? I forget. I I think in the book he kind of like really criticizes her. I think oh. so. I'm, it's been a long time mm. but uh, <laughs> for the movie i think uh it was like he was understanding still like he was just trying to help her right like but in she the movie, was the one yeah. that was like really reactionary i think in the 2019 movie he was barely even there he was yeah. just kind of like a side character That's but true. in the 1995 like he was kind of the guy who's like oh you can do it write your own story uh -huh, let's go to this play together mm -hmm. I, mm. I'm not sure, but I don't think in the book he was encouraging. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of the thing that they changed. Mm -hmm. And of course, Christian Bale is in the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard you kind of like that guy. I huh? do. Yes. He's cute. He is. Oh, my. <laughs> yes, he's very good. Batman. Batman. Wait. And Bateman. <laughs> is that... <laughs> when did you first have a crush on him? Oh, for which the movie? First time was when I saw American Psycho. As stupid as that, that. he's a murderer in that. <laughs> I know he kills women. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Look at that. And then, of course, Little Women. Oh, really? And Batman, yeah. I see it, but he, yeah, no, he's very cute, and he's like super serious in real life, which is hot. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> but I was gonna say something, and now it escapes me. Wait. It was about, oh, so you know how in the story, like every single interaction they have, like we kind of talked mm -hmm. about this before too, is so integral to how the story ends. Right. You know, like it's like the little girl, May is like, please guys, take me to the party with you. I'm bored at the house. And they're oh, like, no, you're young. And then like cut to 20 minutes later, yeah. she's the one being taken by Aunt March 
to like foreign country to study to instead France. of joe yeah and it's like you think back to that day oh that day she couldn't go but now she's taken joe's place <laughs> how age like fa- messes everything up <laughs> yeah. and the way like well this is kind of a spoiler but the way like characters interact and then mm-hmm. in the future like they're gonna start dating Mm-hmm. but you can never know like who it is gonna be uh-huh, so yes. cool that's so cool true. that's why so the one thing i did notice about the 1995 one was that it, it just seemed like everything was happening too quickly where oh you know yeah maybe because i'd watched the 2019 one first mm-hmm. but it just felt like okay here's an event they go to a party now yeah. they're at the house fighting now um they go skating and then they make up immediately and it's like okay between these two scenes i feel like because because this true. is remember remember that scene where joe is so angry i love that scene at uh-huh. the kid she's like i hate you you're yeah. dead to me i never want to see you again yeah i thought that's Talking great Amy, writing yeah, yeah that's that amazing is very good mm. the showcase of anger like yeah. that and especially from a character like joe exactly she stays true to the characters mm. very good like you live through those characters mm-hmm. and it's like each one of the sisters are a part of each woman you know you have this fancy part that wants to kind of like be always taken care of treated like a princess Mm. like amy you have this kind one you have like beth yeah one in her own world fully just yeah beth Uh, creating art not talking to anyone super shy so cool yeah Mm. and the fact that like they also the characters also like true are true to themselves yeah true to that um, kind of beliefs that they have and just go through life with that. Mm. That's true, yeah. They keep these beliefs throughout their life, exactly. Right, mm. yeah. That's and strong. I I really loved it. But I kind of like wish that Lori and Joe kind of ended up together. I know, that's what they kept hinting at. I know. So that's why I felt really I know a lot of people will disagree. They say, no, they're just friends. They're just pals. <laughs> uh, but... Or like, no, they they're not compatible in that sense, like as romantic partners. Yeah, but why are they not compatible? You I know, know I think it's because like Lori just wanted a wife. Yes. Cause cause then he ended up hitting first he hit on Meg, then he hit on Joe. He didn't though. Well, he he was like a little flirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Not and then he hit on Amy. So I'm like. I think you just wanted like a March sister. That's true. That's exactly what he says. I Did think. he? In one of the movies, at least. Mm. He says, I always wanted to. That's March fucked sister. up. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. I think it was in the 1994 uh, 19, movie mm. where um, Laurie actually tells Amy that I always wanted to get a March sister just like you always wanted to mar- marry a rich guy. Oh, that's I think that's exactly messed up. But it's cool. I know, right? Mm. Like, if not this sister, the other yeah. is available. Not this one, no problem. The other one. God damn. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. That's so bad because they were like the ones that took care of him. I guess. Yeah, emotionally, when he was really vulnerable, he mm. didn't have anybody. His grandfather, he didn't have uh, any parents, and mm. his grandfather wasn't really t- attentive to him. So. Those were the only That's ones true. that he kind of got uh, love from. So he kind of felt obligated. Oh, that's a great way to think about it, actually. It's so smart. Yeah. That's kind of. They grew up together. Mm-hmm. He's always watching these four right. interact. And Joe was like always this. Joe was like this, um, not a woman to him, I feel like. Mm. Always for him, it was like a boy. Buddy. Buddy, yeah. yes. 
at least but at least in the because he didn't have any friends any yeah guy friends you know <laughs> so that's true that's kind of they were really like but at the same time he fully like asked joe out and joe said no remember asked joe out or told like in to well, marry yeah well that's what they did at that time <laughs> they're not like let's go on a date because yeah. they're going on dates every day anyway yeah but just not calling it dates mm-hmm. But at least in the 1994 movie, he was like, hey, I love you. Mm-hmm. This is it. And then and then she's like, but you're just a friend. Yeah. Ah, big asshole. <laughs> that wouldn't have worked out, though. Mm. It wouldn't have. Because, as you said, like, he wanted a wife. Mm-hmm. And he was a gentleman. So he would have been obligated to the society to kind of present himself mm. really nice all the time. Even though he That's didn't. That's true. Even though he didn't when he went to, when he was rejected. He would make yeah. a fool out of himself by like drinking a lot and having all these women yeah. and all that. So, but still, like he would have a household. He would have to like be present in society at the time. So it was a big deal for them, especially mm-hmm. because they had like they were gentlemen had like. And he was also a little sick of like work, like class oh. work and reading and stuff. He was always complaining like, "Oh, college, so much work, and yeah. I'm an artist, but like." I I'm pretty happy right now, you know. The opposite of Joe. Exactly. Wanted to go to college. Yeah, uh, yeah. So maybe it wouldn't have worked out. Mm-hmm. And Joe was just not gonna put up with any of like the mm-hmm. society people. Or yeah. Something like that wouldn't attend any balls or not do mm-hmm. anything. So Amy is a good choice. I guess. But if it was at first, not after <laughs> proposing to the other I sister. I know. <laughs> it's so awkward. Like, that's mm-hmm. my younger sister. Well, you yeah. met her when she was like five. That's so mean and stupid. Five? Well, or like eight. Right? Or ten. Thirteen or something. Huh. <laughs> well, in the 1994 movie, she was a little girl. Remember? Yes, yes. She was a fully little girl. That's true. But, oh, another amazing thing about, so you know how you always, at least I always think, why do they keep remaking these movies? Uh It's already perfect. Like the 1994 version, I watched it after 2019 and I was like, this is already so good. It's hitting all the right beats. That's true. Making me feel exactly how it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. Great casting, great direction, great cinematography. No problems here. It's so good. But then Greta Gerwig goes in. And actually teams up with the same writer who wrote oh. the 1994 one. Okay. She produced this one. But she's like, yeah, even though m- hundreds of versions of this movie exist, mm-hmm. I'm going to do my tale. And mm. it was so worthy. It was actually. It was. And yes. also the way like she t- restructures the whole thing freely, like starting when they're old and then going back to like rethink the memories that oh. they have. Yes. All the flashbacks mm-hmm. just going back. It feels so natural. Yeah. It's just good to do this sort mm. of thing, like especially with a good work of art that's yeah. always relevant. Why not recreate it? Yeah, just play around with the piece and all that mm-hmm. to see how you can showcase it. Exactly. Like, as you said, the other one was the only problem you had with it was the older felt, one was yeah. because it was rushed. It was rushed. Like, yeah. exactly. Because, like, she started screaming in that scene, I hate you. And then yeah. next scene, Their she's makeup. skating. Aww. Yeah. And then and then the girl, even though you hated her, you go save her. And then you're like, yes. I love you more than anything in the world. Mm. No. I mean, maybe this is months apart, but because you put the scenes back to back, it feels like he's she's just saying it the next day. Right. You know, so it yeah. felt rushed like that. That's true. 
Yeah, but that's kind of mm. what happens exactly. But yeah, in 2019, that wasn't a problem because it was just like mm -hmm. their memory. They were just yeah. revealing that. Stuff. And when you remember your memories, you obviously remember the most key moments. So yes. it just made sense that they remember like mm -hmm. the fight and then the makeup. Exactly. I at first watched a movie and then read the book. Same. So I also thought that it's going to be like, I didn't know the sequence of the events. Oh, I didn't know yeah. what's going to happen. But no, when I read the book, I realized it's just starts from the mm -hmm. beginning, from their old memories and all. Like, no, they're just gonna mm -hmm. go about that. So. And like, think about it. We both watched the movie first. Yeah. Imagine if some filmmaker was like, this book is already perfect. I don't need to turn it into a movie. People mm -hmm. can always read the book. Yes. It's like, maybe we wouldn't have ever heard of it because there's millions of books. But no, they made one in 1930 something, one yeah. in 1940 something. They made a TV show. They made this and that. A and TV show too? I think they made an anime TV show. Oh. And then, like, imagine even the 2019 version. Like, mm. I didn't know about the 1994 until Greta Gerwig made it. Right. It's just, it keeps reintroducing this artwork to new generations. That's true. I feel like that's really good. Yes. That's right. Adaptations are really good for that. Mm -hmm. Movies and all that. Uh, there have been a lot of movies that just introduced me to great books that I love and yeah. cherish and love the characters. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's so true. Adaptations are really an art. And it never gets old. Everybody has their own interpretation. Yeah, just your own take on the same story. Because even, like, it's kind of wide belief that there's only seven stories. Mm. in general every single story falls into that category you know like in terms of structure yeah okay yeah mm. like i'm thinking like some of them one of them is like a a quest a quest to get something uh -huh, uh -huh. and then one of them is a monster that's in your house you know oh. like or, or something attacking you right. you know so like these random categories where it's like okay every single story is basically one of these but it doesn't mean that it gets old Yes, we just we're sure. constantly adapting even as people like mm -hmm. things happen to us and we adapt and we become a little better that's true so why not take art and keep adding to it that's right that's exactly. why i think yeah it will like we'll never run out of things to tell stories about yes. right exactly that's mm -hmm. so true and uh especially like these things are structures yeah. for reason because that's how our brain works or like Yes. likes these kind of stories so you can always add everything that you want like your content your own experiences mm. to that so it never gets boring really yeah mm -hmm. That's true. so i would recommend that you check out little woman in some shape or form i'm sure you've watched the 2019 version mm -hmm. but that's so famous yeah yeah that's true but anything you especially if you're a woman like if you're a man too but it's so relatable if you're a woman it's like painfully relatable yeah every line that's so true yes the sister th i don't have a sister but i can imagine like what it would be like when i read it yeah i can imagine and now i wish i did have it like even though there are hard times but mm -hmm. it's sweet at the end when i think about it i know yeah i'm definitely sometimes jealous of my mom who has four sisters yes that's true but then you're like okay if my mom had to have six kids like her life would be pretty miserable i feel like <laughs> That's so true. that's another thing. Yes. Okay, so let's not end on such a sad note. We're happy. Well, we're kind of yeah. each other's sisters. You don't need yeah, you don't need a biological true. sister. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Who needs it in day and age? Yeah, just choose anyone on the street, be like, yeah. You are my sibling. My sister. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Little women. That's right. Yeah. Even for men, I mean we talked about like 
just women would find it really relatable but men can learn a lot about women that's true it's just well-written work like it doesn't matter that the characters are women that's true i i feel really when i read it i felt really cozy and like felt that christmas atmosphere at first Mm -hmm. it's so well written as you said yes yeah funny interactions just really visually like Mm -hmm. splendid that's true good read and you get the idea of a little idea of the characters immediately just yes so so fast like Uh they do something or they say something and you realize okay that's just gonna repeat itself yeah till the end of the way Mm-hmm. that's true yeah but they do make like some decisions that are against like meg marrying that teacher was mm. kind of like yeah uh, it just like happened what? for love right that that's what even though she was the she oldest was a romantic she, yeah. though she liked the balls and all that because she wanted to like well she wanted to like marry rich i feel like yeah but, but not as much as amy like she liked the yeah for sure she liked to romanticize these balls and events and yeah. being a lady and yeah. all that and she was an actor too oh so okay kind of yeah. like an artsy that's true yeah get your hands dirty yeah that's mm. right and then the amy she always wanted to like be marry rich and all mm. that she also struggles then and kind of gets a reality check. I yeah, feel. for sure. Yeah, all of the characters have big, especially after this one event that happens. Mm-hmm. Every single one changes and yes. grows. Oh my god! And it's just like she came up with such good plot points. Just That's watch really it for the plot points. It's, it's, it's like the life of these kids who grow up to be adults, and it's so amazing to just learn from how their life played out. That's true. Mm. And I. I have to say, it's really hard when you have, like, four main characters. Yeah. It's so hard to write about that. I read it somewhere that it's just one of the hardest things because it's like you actually put your foot on the, like, gas pedal Mm. and then on the brake pedal at the same time. Like, it just doesn't... You can't build the momentum. It's very hard when you Mm. have so many characters that you want to explore. Mm -hmm. You have to be... a really good writer to do that so it just shows how brilliant she is mm-hmm. That's and i mean I the main say. character is always joe still but like the way all these characters mm-hmm. get their spotlight yes mm. exactly like they get their fair share of that and mm-hmm. you get a whole sense of their character and all that but mm-hmm. the only one that was kind of unrealistic to me was beth i never realized it because we don't have characters shouldn't be like this angels you know that's true she's she very kind must have had some like bad qualities and she also rarely interacted with anyone even the sister right. she was kind of like the hey you should do this and then she walks off like yes. well say something start a fight or or mm. like go to one of the parties like she never went to any of the parties either that's true but it doesn't like undermine her character or anything but i feel like she had all these things like good qualities and everybody loved her so there must have been something. Yeah, I wish like there was one bad quality, mm-hmm. just one. Exactly like an angel. I don't know. Maybe mm. that was her point. Like she wanted something like that. Yeah, because it's like she deserved the least what happened to her. But yeah, or mm. I feel like stories are like characters are a symbol of something. So mm. maybe all the stories are like this. So mm-hmm. if there's a character that has a certain quality it's like 
it's a symbol of that kind of quality in one person. Mm-hmm. For example, as I said, like all of these characters and their traits can be fine in every woman. Yeah, exactly. You have a Joe in yourself and a Meg and Amy and a Beth. Yeah, right. So and and the mom. A yeah, little bit of the, the mom. mom too. So mm. yeah, exactly. That's kind of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The only one that I couldn't really believe and wasn't really human to me was Beth. I see it. But yes, yeah, sh- her weakness was that she was kind of like shy and timid, I think. Mm-hmm. That's not a weakness, but at least oh, that's yeah, the only thing that I can come up with. Mm. Yeah. I agree. Because you would rather be annoying than to just like not do anything. In a story. Right? Yeah, yeah. It has to be like some conflict or something. I mean, the same goes for another story like Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. Jane, character Jane, sister of Elizabeth, mm-hmm. is also an unproblematic angel right. kind of character that just doesn't do anything bad, doesn't think negatively of anyone, doesn't gossip, doesn't like. What what These does she do? Th- does she get married to someone good? Yes, she does. To Bingley. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I should reread that one. Right, yeah. <laughs> to a rich man. But <laughs> both of them are like these, I don't know, these sheeps, you know? They just oh. are not like, they don't have any conflict or anything. Mm-hmm. But maybe, just because there's only two sets of characters, maybe them being so simple brings out these two. That's true, yeah. So you get a comparison kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. Like in both novels, it's not like these characters being simple ruined our experience no. of reading it you know it actually contributed a lot yeah to, i mean i don't know it's been a long time that little women has come out so it's not yeah. a spoiler anymore yeah. so yeah uh the character beth actually c- contributed a lot in bringing the sisters together yeah at the end to kind of she was like this bond that mm-hmm. they lost over the years because they realized even though we are together and happy now mm-hmm this will n- it's not guaranteed that it will last right that's true and they all grew up at that moment realize yeah. okay we're not just little kids who can play in the snow all day mm-hmm. and put on our plays we have to find our role in society in society <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's true okay good stuff what do you think yeah yeah me too uh, yeah <laughs> I, I think i loved it it was so fun to talk about it that. was fun check out little women yes let us know what you watch think. little women you have yes. probably read it i think most read people haven't it. read it it's yeah. kind of a thick book but mm-hmm. start it i think just read like a page and yeah. then you'll, you'll be hooked or audiobooks are really good yes. i started to like listen mm-hmm. to that whenever i couldn't so mm-hmm. read it yeah so thank you so much for listening to this episode thank we you appreciate so it much, heart. <laughs> next week we're gonna talk about a special artist yes i won't just say who yeah follow <laughs> us to see who it is and mm-hmm. kind of be our pal here be our pal check out the tiktok youtube instagram subscribe mm-hmm. follow email follow the podcast yes thank yes. you so much for listening reach out let us know what you think yes, yes. okay thank you Thanks. so much have a good day bye bye bye, bye. bye. See you.